Hello and welcome to the Relational Parents Podcast, where we get off autopilot and give thoughtful attention to how we interact with our children and relate to ourselves so that you can show up in your family as the best version of yourself with a lot more joy and ease. I'm your host, Teresa Puckett, and I'm thrilled you've joined us today. Hello, I'm so excited in this episode to be talking to you about a very special positive discipline tool called Kind and Firm. Kind and Firm. And we're actually going to be doing a little bit of a, a fresh take on this tool today. So I have talked to you in the past about being kind and firm to your child. And that is awesome. So just a little refresher, um, and I called it the parenting pendulum. So you can go back and look for the parenting pendulum podcast episode. It was an earlier one. Um, so it's awesome because we don't want to dictate to our kids and tell them how it has to be without regard for their dignity, their value, their wholeness as a human. And we don't want to abdicate either taking the path of least resistance, being permissive, letting them do whatever it is that they want in the moment and not really having as much regard for the long view, right? What we want to do is relate. We are relational parents. So, you know, that's, that's what this is all about. Um, today, however, I'm going to focus more on you, you, the relational parent, kind and firm to you, kind to you, kind to others who mean very well and firm with them too. Firmly holding your own and standing your ground. And I know for some of you, you're like, yeah, I'll stand my ground. And some of you are like, Ooh, that's a little scary. And so what I want to say is that that doesn't mean that you have to be mean and it doesn't mean that there needs to be a conflict. Okay. There are lots of different ways to approach the same situation. So you get to consider options and make the best choice you, the choice that honors you, honors your child and your family. Okay. So it's not about what anything looks like from the outside. It's all about how it feels. And guess what? You've heard me say this before. You are the expert on your child. No one else, no one else. And so I'm going to use a couple of examples, a couple of examples that um, I have uh, I've worked with parents on recently. Okay. So one example, mom whose son decides he's going to quit his team sport, doesn't want to do his team sport anymore, wants 
um, you know, more time for himself. Um, so it's, it's not working. And this is a, a tween or, or even earlier, a nine-year-old, okay? Um, and another one is a girl who, you know, is um, very like wicked smart, totally sharp as a tack, intelligent, um, you know, may have an ADHD type of leaning, if not uh, of a, a diagnosis, but that, that kind of energy that's like, um, that's difficult for a parent to control as if we have control over our children, right? But it can be more challenging. And so um, this girl was not testing at the right reading level according to her age, and she's a, a very young elementary. So these are the two examples, all right? Because I think a lot of times it's easier um, for us to put something in context when we have a specific example, and we don't have to wonder, is this what she's talking about? So those are my two examples. Okay. So there's a lot of uncertainty out there, right? These days, we don't know what this school uh, school year is going to look like, right? The truth is, there always was a lot of uncertainty. And the belief that we had about the level of control we as humans had was it was just always a delusion right it's it, it just was never really there and i know i get that that might not be the most reassuring thing for you to hear right now but you know uncertainty is there but the anxiety we add on to it and the anxiety is the optional piece okay because no one has lived through this school year yet. This school year that's starting out, um, you know, with, with the whole COVID thing going on. I haven't lived through it. You haven't lived through it. You know, your neighbor hasn't lived through it. Your parents haven't lived through it. No one, the sportscaster, the principal, the teachers, no one has lived through this yet. No one is an expert on it. And you are the expert, the adult expert on your child, okay? Not all those people, not me, not your mother, or your father, or your neighbor, or your principal, or whomever, okay? Nobody else. Even though everyone means well, everyone has great intentions, but you are the expert, all right? And so when, um, when these parents hear things like, oh, well, you should make him play a sport. If he's not gonna do that one, you need to make him pick another one. That works for my kids. Okay, well, why don't you just get your daughter a tutor? That's all she needs. Okay, <laughs> there are always lots and lots and lots of different options. And what I would like to I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to guide you through is um, a practice that you can use to connect with the deepest part of yourself. And it might not be a full and total connection, okay, in five breaths, but you can take a little bit more time. And even if it's only a 2% connection, I have a mentor who says 2% connection, right? That just opens and lets so much more in. So we're going to breathe a little bit. So you can 
breathe very deeply. Just be very present with yourself. Breathe deeply and slowly. And relax your shoulders back and down. And put your hands on your heart, one on top of the other. of whatever the situation is that's in front of you, whether it's about a sport or about school or whatever the situation is that you are needing to get clear and get clarity on with your child, just breathe into it. This child, this amazingly self-aware child who quit his team sport, who wants to quit it, to have more time for himself. What's that about? This amazing young little girl who has so much brain power and so many neurons firing, but she almost can't slow it down quite enough to focus to, to get that right answer on the test, but she's got a lot of processing going on. Whatever your situation is, reflect on it, get quiet, and ask yourself, what is coming up for me? What am I feeling? And if you're feeling some of your own resistance, that is wonderful to become aware of and to accept. Wonderful, because we cannot change anything that we are not willing to accept. So just be with it, be with it. What am I feeling? And then you can consider an option. Hmm. Should I force him to join another sport? Is that true for me? Is this true for me? Should I get her a private tutor? Is that true for me? And you can be with whatever comes up. Just allow it. Because what is real is that your heart already knows. That deep part of you already knows. It might not come up. Because the truth is we have built so many layers on top of this for us to be able to run around really quickly at the surface. And you can feel it, right? My energy just got a lot faster and shallower and just uh, tighter. When we can really slow ourselves down and we, you know, we hallucinate, that's going to take so much time. It's not. <laughs> Taking those moments will save you so much anxiety and time actually in the long run. It's such, it's actually a very strategic thing to do in, in addition to being a very centering thing to do.
So trusting your internal knowing. That's just a little process to use to come back to your internal knowing. What does all this have to do with parenting and being a relational parent? Fair question, great question. So not only are our children whole and deserving of dignity and respect and their you know, a tremendous value, but so are we. You are enough, you are complete. And we as adults in this 21st century society are so often running around, even in COVID, still running around. We might be running on Facebook and running on Zoom, but we're running around looking for the right external answer. This one said this, and this one said that. It must be true. They wouldn't say it on TV, blah, 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 all of this. So a lot of us are, are stuck, and I absolutely was stuck as well, thinking that I needed to keep my kid on the straight and narrow path to what I considered was success. Actually, when I got honest with myself, it was what all those around me had been considering success, and I had you know, really allowed myself to take that in as if it were my truth. So I would just invite you in this invitation to be kind and firm with yourself and those around you. I would invite you to look around and really see, really listen, observe what is going on around you in your neighborhood, in your Zoom meetings, on TV. There are so many parents who are trying to make their children over with the best of intentions according to someone else's standard. So there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your child. There's nothing to fix. Both of you are whole and both of you are amazing. It's just, there are some things that all of us, myself included, there are some things that all of us can let go of. And so this is dipping our toes in the water to see what it means to find our own ground. That is being kind to ourselves, our own ground. And firmly standing in it, being kind and firm with ourselves for our own good and for the good of our children. I'd love to hear your comments on this episode. You can email me support at relationalparents.org or join us in the Facebook group and, uh, and comment there. Until next time, bye for now. Hey, it's T, and I'm so excited to share that Relational Parents is offering a free book club in the month of September. We are reading and meeting every week for some really animated conversations 
about The Self-Driven Child by William Stixrude and Ned Johnson. It's about the most damaging myths that we as parents buy into and how to break out of them in some of the most challenging areas that we navigate with our kids, like school and like technology and their future. So I think it's really perfect timing for this book club as the school year gets underway. And if you'd like to join us, please register. There are two ways to register, either in the Relational Parents Facebook group, which you can join, or if you're already in there, or send an email to support at relationalparents.org. Let us know that you're interested and we will send you the link and we'll get you in there for these conversations. And also you can feel free to invite a friend or two that would be interested. Okay, I'll see you there. Thank you.